Yeah. <laughs> I think we just got it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I just slipped out. <laughs> what an excellent start. <laughs> Painful. The timing. Oh, okay. you okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is worse than a burp that hurt. Oh, it came from your soul. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I might keep this in, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome back to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we will be discussing A Thousand Boy Kisses by Tilly Cole. Trigger warning, terminal illness, loss of uh, death. Loss of death. <laughs> I know, loss that's, why, that's why I stopped so I can have a minute. I'll edit that a little bit out. Yeah, loss of a child, etc, etc. Grief. All that emotional stuff. If you can't handle it, feel free to fuck off. <laughs> no, sorry. The vibes have changed so much since the first time we tried to do this. What happened in that five minutes? It started raining. It started raining. Yeah, apologies if you hear like a little bit of background noise, I guess. It is a stormy, stormy day here in actually, sleepy Victoria. And we are actually recording together, so yeah. for a while. It's been a it while. It has been a while. It has, yeah. yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. I mean, not really, because we recorded last week, earlier in the week, and we were together. <laughs> Ooh, that's loud. ASMR. Ooh, thunder. A bit of thundering. If you can't actually hear it, this is what it sounds like. Oh, believe me, Kenzie, they can hear it. I reckon they can hear it. Alright, well, I actually don't think it's going to stop. Let me check the bomb. Check the what? Oh, it's getting heavier. The Bureau of Meteorology. Oh, the bomb. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never it's heard called, it. It's called... Oh, my God. It's called bomb. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. And I must say, it is a disgusting day. It is humid. It yeah. is hot. And it's stormy. And it's raining. And it's dark. Ideally, it's very gloomy oh, weather. Look at Queensland. Sorry, that's like a tornado. Oh, really? Oh, shit. I yeah. mean, it is like yeah. cyclone season. Oh, oh, no. Typical Queensland. Cute. All right. The rain oh, has subsided. Yes. I may keep all this in. Yes. Well, did you know, I think I told you this, and I always talked to, my mum told me this, so the Indigenous Australians didn't believe in seasons. They just had, like, dry season and monsoon season. Actually, t- I'm going to counter that respectfully. Oh. On the radio, I remember I was working at a client's house and they listened to, like, the ABC radio mm-hmm. and they had this segment where they talked to an Indi- Indigenous Australian and they actually had six seasons, but it is oh, defined yeah. by, like... Wet weather, cold weather, yeah. harvest season, like, yeah. and then it had something to do with some like animal behavior yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. in the end, the the lesson is that the um, summer isn't summer. It's yeah. like monsoon. It's not the hot season. Yeah, it's no, monsoon no. season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not what we think it to be. Yeah. So people are always like, oh my god, you get like two good days of weather and then it rains. And it's like, yes, it is monsoon season. Yes, <laughs> it's it's how it is expected. Yeah. All right. Anyway. If you're sticking around, Sorry. thank you. <laughs> we'll go back to the book now. We will go to the actual book. Here we go. And Kenzie will kick us off with the blurb. One kiss lasts a moment, but a thousand kisses can last a lifetime. One boy, one girl. A bond that is forged in an instant and cherished for a decade. A bond that neither time nor distance can break. A bond that will last forever, or so they believe. When 17-year-old Rune Christensen returns from his native Norway to the sleepy town of Blossom Grove, Georgia, where he befriended Poppy Litchfield as a child, he has just one thing on his mind. Why did the girl who was one half of his soul who promised to wait faithfully for his return cut him off without a word of explanation? 
Rune's heart was broken two years ago when Poppy fell silent. When he discovers the truth, he finds the greatest heartache is yet to come. And then there's a lie at the end. Oh. Because it says, a standalone young adult tearjerker romance recommended for ages 14 and up. But there's a sequel coming. I mean... However, upon research, the sequel is about the sister. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, is it... it is it technically a sequel? Is it's is it still technically a standalone? Mm. But if you have also advertised it as a sequel, because it seems like it is moving forward, f- I suppose yeah, from yeah, when Poppy yeah, well, died, like, this is obviously called a thousand boy kisses, and the next one's called a thousand broken pieces. See, I thought before I read the end, mm-hmm. before I was approaching the end, I was like. I can understand where the thousand broken hearts because it's going to be like exactly. about Rune living exactly. life without exactly and doing all he's going on his great adventure and then next minute good night mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all right <laughs> seeing as you right. finished <laughs> most recently you can do your thoughts feelings emotions first okay <clears throat> thoughts feelings and emotions this is a very emotional book or it can be depending on how how you feel oh first of all sorry should we play my voice memo that i sent you oh yeah cool yeah because you was going through it when i finished the book i sent claire this voice memo okay yes um and also good luck finding it i know messenger likes to delete our messages i know right but also it sounds like i'm kind of laughing which i am but i am crying (laughs) you're just like coping through the pain yeah um, I'm only sending this because I finished the book and I think it'll be funny to put in the podcast. But I finished the book. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. It's a good book. <laughs> Just, ah, at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt inside as well. <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional book. If you're if you're someone who like is looking to perhaps encourage a good cry, this book would be it. Mm-hmm. If you are a fan of like A Fault in Our Stars or Five Feet Apart, those types of books, movies, whatever medium you've consumed those in, yeah, this book is for you. It's a very simple book and I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be just a bit too simple with like nothing really going on. But I suppose that's the fantasy genre aspect leaking in because this truly is just just a genuine little love story and going through like heartache and like tumultuous life events and stuff and just a book about love, you know? Excellent discussions surrounding like death and everything and like the how people feel knowing that they're about to die, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously how that impacts the people around them and how they feel and it's almost like a, a calamitous event in a way because you can't really stop it. Now, beautiful book, emotional. I sobbed a little bit. I sobbed. It was a lot. great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I loved it. I enjoyed it. And yeah, again, as we were just saying before, as we were approaching the end, I'm like, all right, this is gonna, this is a good setup for the second book because mm. you were hella confused, which now I know why. Yeah. But and then yeah, and the twist and turn at the end with Rune himself, it's crazy. Yeah. Tilly Colt, who hurt you? What's going on? <laughs> I will pay for a therapy session. What's going on? <laughs> all right, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Kenzie, go. Okay, first of all, I love this book because I love books about grief. <laughs> it just gets you in your feels. Yeah. It gives you that outlet. Yeah. I especially love books about teen romances in excuse me my poppy has decided to arc up and yeah it's become a joke now kenzie cannot escape the name poppy yeah i'll be back in two seconds all good all right and i especially love books about teen romances because i find them like they are so innocent yeah and i like seeing 
the world through like you haven't experienced adversity in your life yet like yeah. what, what, and then obviously this is their first experience of grief and dread and having to face life really because as a teenager you're never gonna die like yeah, yeah. and it's in the most extreme manner as well because it's like you've met the love of your life yeah. essentially or your soulmate and yeah. then suddenly this happens and yeah how do you navigate that how do you cope how do you deal how do you help them yeah it's crazy and yeah, yeah you have your whole life ahead of you and then yeah suddenly you're faced with mortality yeah and i love books that explore this i love books especially for yeah a younger audience that can help them explore this for sure um without uh, the maturity of like an adult relationship which can yeah. overshadow the grief or whatever i know that a lot of people have some qualms and stuff but we can get oh, into it really? because any qualm that will come up i will have a rebuttal <laughs> i have like no qualms the only qualm i have is just in the very beginning when they're like five years old there is no way it's just that good of poppy and rune have that good of sentence structure oh, yeah. and like, See, i dialogue thought about that as well and then nor norway their education level is pretty high so like i can get that understand that and then i also think because they're in georgia which is in the south like the way they speak i think is also really like yeah Yeah, it's just a me thing yeah (laughs) and like just the the slang the southern slang i guess like the 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 more more or whatever it was and all that stuff oh yeah yeah ultimately for me like i've been around five five and six year old and it's like i don't know what that says about my niece and nephew in terms of their intelligence but i know they do not speak so eloquently and succinctly like that i mean that's the only thing that bugged me yeah i get every kid is different um but i know like i have a by the time this comes out i have a three-year-old and he knows he's like oh my best friend is blah 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 okay, yeah, yeah. and stuff and he's like and he's like i love blah 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 yeah, so yeah. although he might not understand like the gravity of that but yeah, yeah for sure for sure yeah. i was thinking about it last night oh sorry and also sorry he has this like intense ownership over his friends like he'll say i'm not gonna say their name but like say his friend is john or whatever like mm-hmm. we go to school and he'll be like where's my john like this is my john oh, this is okay. my claire like yeah ah, so that makes adds a bit more yeah depth element into the book as well yeah it does come across that rune is like this is my poppy yeah yeah poppy min poppy min yeah yeah i was just gonna say i think as i was thinking about it last night i was conflicted about whether or not i wanted this to be a qualm or if it just it just makes sense because it's just a simple book and it's Mm. just about love romance and yeah teenage adversity i don't know if there was enough like just angst between poppy and rune in terms of their when they were reunite kind of semi-reunited but they both weren't speaking to each other and i just thought could there have been a little more or could there have been something else but yeah honestly yeah i think it was just fine the way it is but i was just conflicted with that what are your thoughts about that yeah i think i mean if it was a bigger book i'm sure they could have explored that more but yeah because it was sort of like oh my god i haven't seen you in two years oh my god we haven't spoken uh oh my god she's gonna kiss another girl Uh, i'm mad at you and then i hate you i hate you and then i'm dying yeah (laughs) yeah love a good dramatic outburst yeah, like yeah. That. so obviously yeah they meet when they're five they grow up they're essentially just in a relationship forever mm-hmm. um nice. and when they are 15 they live next door to each other it's very cute um rune completely inseparable inseparable rune sneaks into poppy's bedroom all the time but they're 15 and rune's father is being expedited back to norway for his job or whatever so the entire family has to go um it's two years i understand that they needed the intensity and the uh angst etc but they he gets told 
we're going back to Norway. How long? I'm not going to go. It's two years. I'm not going to go. When do we leave? Tomorrow. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. And it's like, how did you hide packing up your entire house? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, would you have not seen the signs? Yeah, exactly. And then I know that they held on to the house. Like, they didn't sell it or anything um, because they knew that they were coming back. But, I mean, one, they must be hella rich. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, batting on an excellent wicket. Yeah, because would you not at least rent it out for those two years, like, to earn extra income? Yeah, they were just paying a maid to come in and clean it every few weeks for two years. Yeah. Did um, they tell Rune that they were coming back in two years? I feel like that was kind of left in the dark because then yeah. he would have had that extra hope. Oh, yeah. I actually don't think he knew how long it was going to be. Sorry. No, no that's okay. Yeah. No, I just thought... Like, oh, yeah. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, we're like leaving. When do we leave? Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like he, it would have been... It would have alleviated his anger and stuff yeah. if he was told, look, it's, it's just going to be two years. Yeah. And then especially when um they knew, yeah, like how inseparable Rune and Poppy were and et cetera. And then... Like, you think the nicer thing would be to give them that time to say goodbye to each For other, sure, etc. yeah. Um, and then... How ironic that it's, like, a parallel in a way mm. as, as well that, you know, Poppy is dying and they have... And then when they do reconnect, they are inseparable and still end up just kind of having that time that yeah. they could have had before they were initially separated. Yeah. And then, obviously... In the time that they go on, they're like, oh, we'll stay in contact, blah, blah, blah. And they do, but then eventually... Um, Poppy just stops communicating with Rune, cuts him off because she finds out she has Hodgkin's lymphoma um, and she's dying essentially and she goes off for treatment and so she leaves Georgia, she leaves for two years as well to go and receive treatment and then when she comes back she comes back in a palliative sense, they're like well there's nothing more we can do, you're going to die another thing that kind of irked me about this is that obviously because poppy and rune have been so close and then so the families are close Mm. you would think at least that the parents would still be in contact yeah and they would send a message or something but instead again it's for the plot like they need that mystery etc but they would send a message being like hey like terrible news or whatever like poppy Mm. has cancer blah 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 like or maybe it's just Maybe they were in contact and, like, Poppy's parents was like, don't tell Rune because everyone was almost against Rune in telling yeah. things, which really, really fucked it up. It just didn't seem fair. Yeah. But, yeah, or maybe they were just had assumptions, like, Rune wasn't talking to his parents. He was very pissed off. So I feel yeah. like even if he, they tried to be like, all right, we contacted her parents, like, this is blah, blah, blah. Like, mm. I don't think he'd want to hear them anyway. Mm. He's just out of spite and anger. Yeah. Obviously, so we don't know this yet. We just know that they have been separated for two years. They haven't been talking, blah, blah, blah. They both come back. Poppy goes back to school first or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you're back. Well, her friends are like, you're back. And only Jory knows what's been happening. And then, obviously, like, there's little bursts <coughs> with her and Rune. She's like, oh, I thought I was saving you. Like, I thought it would be easier. Like, so much has happened. I thought that there was a child <laughs> yeah that's what i yeah. thought too i thought it was like an accidental pregnancy yeah, situation because they made love um yeah the on night last night yeah on the last night because they're like well yeah if we're going out we're going out with a bang yeah. and then yeah so there was all this mystery um surrounding yeah why poppy had gone etc and stuff and then yeah just the way i was talking i was like oh my god like they act- like they use protection but like that's always obviously not 100 percent. yeah so i thought yeah this was a cautionary tale <laughs> <laughs> But really, yeah. don't have sex, you'll get cancer and die. <laughs> Why That's do all my hair ties fucking break? Sorry. All right, Kenzie just has to go tend <clears throat> to her poppy. Before we get too far ahead, I think it's best to explain whether... I don't know if Kenzie's leading up to this, but the whole 
like the a thousand boy kisses aspect i think we should probably elaborate really quickly so obviously in the beginning of the book poppy's grandmother was dying and they were having this moment and poppy's grandmother gave her a jar to fill with some paper hearts and that's where she gets her thousand boy kisses from because i think like her husband or whatever you know had great kisses and all that type of stuff and that whole premise of love and everything Mm. um and so her grandma's last wish before she died was to have poppy experience a thousand boy kisses i think it was technically before she met her soulmate or something like it was that but um yeah she wanted her to have adventure have adventure yeah. yeah and then within that same day poppy was upset and she ran to like their little grove and then ring kissed her there for the first time and that was their first boy kissed out of the thousand to go um and that was really cute and so obviously along this journey they've been having lots of kisses and awesome little moments and poppy will write them down on the hearts and the best thing about that is the ending sentence is always my heart almost burst or something like that Mm. because poppy's grandma wanted her to have a lot of special kisses not just like I don't know, mundane mundane kisses or pecs or whatever. But I suppose any kiss could be special if you really think about it or depending on how much you love that person. But as they were growing up before they were being separated, um, yeah, they would have – they'll be marking off their kisses and they were on like 300 and something before they left, I think, or even maybe four or 500. But, yeah, a lot of years, a lot of kisses. But also, yeah, a thousand kisses isn't that much if you think about it. So, say – But then, yeah, again, there's special kisses. Yeah, special kisses. But, yeah, we're just getting a thousand kisses. Say you kiss at least once every day. That's 365 a year. So that's only like just over three years. But I feel like as a five, six, seven-year-old, you're probably not kissing too much. Obviously, the thousand boy kisses jar is then acting as almost a countdown slash timeline to to the very end. All right, Kenzie, continue on with the separation. All right. So Poppy and Rune decide that it is their life mission to... Well, Rune is going to give Poppy her 1,000 special kisses where her heart almost bursts. Yeah. So she writes on them um, because they're little paper hearts and she writes on them because she has a cherry blossom grove near her house, I assume, anyway. So it'll be like, first kiss with my Rune, like Mm. in the cherry blossom grove and my heart almost burst. Yeah. So it's very cute. It's very cute, yes. All right, sorry, the next few minutes of conversation may have sounded disjointed because we're just starting and stopping. So, like, I've genuinely forgotten what we're talking about. So, um, I was just talking about their kisses and yeah. stuff. Okay, so let's go back into their separation. Yeah, um, got the premise out of the way. Yeah, so they separate for two years. They come back, Rune is a, a bad boy. He has mm. long hair, he wears a leather jacket, and he smokes. He's got an attitude. He has an attitude. He's angry at his father. Fair enough. Um, he doesn't take photos anymore um, because photography was a huge thing for him. He wanted to do that. That was his passion. It was a big thing. Um, oh, and Poppy plays the cello, so just remember that. We might come back in. <laughs> anyway, and so oh, and they made a promise that their lips would only kiss each other's lips so there's that because they are just each other's like you're mine and i'm yours blah 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 yeah and there's a party that they go to and rune sees that poppy comes to the party as well and he's like well i'm gonna make her jealous so he makes it look as though he kisses another girl Mm -hmm. but he doesn't and then poppy runs off and then he follows her and then they fight and then that's when and they semi make up as well. Yeah, they kind of make up. Yeah, and that's when they have their like big, I'm dying outburst. Outburst. Yeah. yeah. 
um because he's like i don't understand like why you won't talk like why you cut me off blah blah, blah. And she's like i wanted to save you and he's like why and she's like i'm dying <laughs> she's like i have yeah. like months to live at best yeah. um so that's fun and the reason why rune wanted to make it look like he was going to kiss another girl is to kind of punish poppy in a way because yeah he doesn't understand why he was cut off and he's angry and pissed at her for that as well which is rightfully so yeah and i do love that the change in character direction for rune because he was such like a quiet kind Mm. of kid as we're learning about him and everything but I just got really worried when he was constantly like yelling and shouting at poppy it's like i understand you're upset but bro like you need to simmer down before mm. these behaviours turn into something a lot worse, which obviously it doesn't. Yeah. He's just, you know, attitude problem. Yeah. And yeah, I just loved how he kind of still remained angry throughout the rest of the book and has those issues. Yeah. And almost everyone is working against him, like even Poppy's father, like, doesn't trust him. Yeah, because he's a bad boy now. Yeah, he, yeah, because he yells at his father and stuff. Yeah, and but, he smokes. Yeah, and he, and he drinks a lot, underage drinking, yeah. and he's just being a little bit of a hooligan without actually committing any hooligan stuff, yeah. which is good because... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, apart from the underage smoking. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was nice to see him work through that issues and, like, obviously being with Poppy again, the old rune sort of revived himself from, from the dead and not without, obviously, Poppy's help and his own father's help, which is... So, yeah, ultimately, rune has that bit of an edge to him now. And it was funny because Poppy, when they kind of, yeah, reunited properly... Poppy's like, I kind of like the bad boy aspects. Like, so, like, as a joke, but also it's to make her feel alive despite and make her life worth living almost. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily I'm going to do bad shit for the sake of doing bad shit. It's like, well, I'm not going to have the thrill of this forever, so may as well enjoy and make the most of it. Live every day. Exactly. And this is where some of the qualms come into it. Oh, okay. I'm for, ready well, for, for this. for other people, for internet people, because Ooh. they're like, what teenager speaks like this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but have you faced your own mortality? Like, even if she is a teenager, then, yeah, and she knows she's going to die. She has an expiry. So, of course, you would become, I don't know, I feel like you go either two ways. You either go, I'm going to die, I'm depressed, yeah. or you go the opposite direction and you say, well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to find meaning in everything because mm. I'm dying. Like, I've got to reach the meaning of life now, I guess. So, mm. of course, she's going to speak like this. And also, Growing up in the era of John Green, <laughs> yes. um, teenagers do speak like this. I was a teenager who spoke like this. I knew teenagers who spoke like this. And then the whole soulmates thing. Yeah, you know, my boyfriend that I had at 16, I thought was the love of my life. And yeah, so. <laughs> it's about how young love is just so intense. And yeah. again, like you haven't lived life. You're only so young. There's so much to. Yeah, and you're going explore. through these huge, not only like emotional changes in your life like high school etc but also puberty yeah and your brain is going through these yeah hormonal these huge challenges and growths and experiences so of course everything is super intense and at the forefront of your mind and you can't think about anything else except for what's happening in front of you right now yeah the frontal lobe has not been developed yet Uh (laughs) which is why i always look at couples who met in high school and have stayed together really differently because i'm like you haven't experienced life as an adult yeah for sure i know like like, yeah yeah, i know people got together in year 10 so that's nearly 12 years ago now and they're Mm -hmm. still together and so props to them Mm -hmm. but that's the only person you know yeah (laughs) essentially that you know yeah yeah. in that romantic sense Mm. i guess i understand that the qualm is obviously surrounded by like the very sophisticated and philosophical sort of dialogue Mm. and thoughts and everything 
and you've just really explained why like do we want a book filled with super sad depressing anguish or do we want a book about like hope and mm. and yeah like that have that mature mature thoughts yeah of facing mortality it's just a it's just still a i just think it's just a beautiful book in general yeah and i have qualms again for both sides which i'll get more into again later when we get towards the end however again i think this is a great book for yeah a teenager maybe experiencing this to be like yeah you know what look like this person experienced this and they yeah saw the best out of everything and they made their last days an adventure like Mm. so however i do believe (laughs) that this book kind of falls into the manic pixie dream girl okay area do we need a recap of the manic pixie yes please okay so john green really made this popular without meaning to and it's like it's a criticism on writing is it just like she's not like other girls yeah and it was really about um it came to kind of fruition throughout um looking for alaska as well so manic pixie dream girl is a stock character type in fiction usually depicted as a young woman with eccentric personality quirks who serves as a romantic interest for a male protagonist so what it means is that yeah there's a girl and her existence is purely to push the male journey yes yeah so yeah in looking for alaska it is yeah alaska pushing miles to find his great perhaps in and like it's like all of john green books in paper towns it's what's her face pushing what's his face to go and find her um oh abundance of catherine abundance of catherine that's another one dash and lily oh yeah yeah um it's this very 20 i'm gonna say like 2012 to 2016 yeah ya books yeah yeah (laughs) This book is essentially about Poppy and her journey. However, I feel like sometimes that journey does get put on the back burner because she's pushing Rune to, you know, you need to make up with your father. You need to get back into photography. I applied to college for you. You need to be nice to your brother. Yeah, you need to be nice to your brother. So I felt, yeah, at the end of the book that it wasn't really about Poppy's journey. It was about Rune's journey, Mm. which is fine if you're going to do that, but then you need to make Rune more the central character yeah for sure even though it was a dual pov yeah i agree with that i felt like a lot of the time it's it's all yeah pushed on rune and it's about how rune reacts his behaviors what's he gonna do Mm. um how's he gonna feel yeah and a lot of uh, there was a lot of sad moments surrounding him like he's him having like little cries and emotional breakdowns and all that type of good stuff Mm. yeah i just thought but i suppose what what can you do with a character that is you've Mm. set up to be dying like what can she do all you could really see and read about is how it affects the people around them. Yeah, I, I got that aspect too, where it's yeah, it's really about yeah how Rune's feeling and how he's reacting to things. Yeah, and then you know Poppy's. I think I, I think I wrote something in my notes like this is like all impacting essentially Rune. Like how is that kind of fair? Yeah, um, and then you know like Poppy's dying wish is that Rune makes up with his father or whatever, yeah. or like gets back and goes to goes or, to um yeah. Tish. And it's like, but it's not your, I understand you want to set up, you know, the love of your, the great love of your life mm. to fulfill the rest of his life and his great adventure. But like, mm. you have no right to like apply to a school on his behalf, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. You don't have a right to, yeah, yeah it's it, in a weird way, he's sort of manipulative Have upon you death. read or seen If I Stay with Chloe Grace Moritz? No, I've heard of it though. Okay. Same thing, but like opposite, she's in a coma. Because she had a car crash and she okay. is a musician. Oh, yes, um, I've heard of this, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and so he, like, sends her application off to Juilliard or whatever and she gets in, so, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, and it's always Juilliard. It's always it's Tish. Always it's never just like Deacon. <laughs> never just <laughs> school. Never just Deacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, okay, so over the next few months, like Poppy and Rune come back together. Poppy gets really sick at one point and they think this is the end, but it's not. Um, and then Rune organises to take her off to New York. That was a bit of a controversy surrounding that. Yeah, because she was sick. But also, this is a, uh, these other things with uh, stories like this where the teenager is sick and the parents are like, well, we don't want you doing this. But also, on the other hand, it's like, well, they're going to die anyway. Yeah. So just let them do. Yeah, I yeah. think that's... Now is the time to do heroin just once. <laughs> <laughs> I know if you if you ever heaven forbid you never become ill, but yeah. like, <laughs> I'm glad that's going to be on your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Final day, good night. Just yeah. inject it. <laughs> Go out on a high, yeah. literally. Um, but then, yeah, her father comes to that conclusion. Like, I don't like that you're doing this, but like, this is for her, and yeah. we want to make her yeah. happy. And then because so her aunt takes them, um, because she is in a relationship with a really rich guy or whatever How so they get the penthouse and yeah must be nice um so but her father's like they're sleeping in separate room, rooms because rune's going as well but then obviously they don't they get the whole penthouse to themselves yeah, and yeah. yeah there is this moment though where poppy catches again poppy catches rune in a moment of weakness yeah yeah he's having he's a cry having time. a cry and it's like well how come poppy doesn't get to have her breakdown and i know yeah. that she's had the two years to have it and stuff and she's like now i'm at acceptance but still like i wish there was that i would yeah scene. i would have yeah. liked to have seen her realize like how much this is going to affect him and that like yeah. in a way it, it hurts her to know that he's going to be hurting so much yeah so she's yeah again like though she's very accepting of her impending death yeah but she's still in a way so blase about it yeah but then again as we've just established like she's had two years to figure this out yeah and also obviously her dream is to play at carnegie hall i'm glad um, you pronounced it and not me <laughs> <laughs> and so Rune organises for her to go and play cello at Carnegie Hall. Um, it's a very beautiful moment. I cried my I fucking eyes out. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah. Um, so they come back and then they have like this list of things that they want to do before she dies. I can't remember all of them. But anyway, the main was that one was that she was wanted to go to prom. Yeah, and oh, I was crying there too. Yeah, because <laughs> her she she her she, illness was deteriorating. Yeah, she wasn't going to make it. She obviously and was in a wheelchair as well. She couldn't really. Oh yeah, she, she didn't have the strength yeah. to walk anymore. Yes. Like, and Rune carrying it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so then, the back 20, like, 20% of the book, it was just tears. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, and also I'm, like, trying to read, but wiping my eyes, I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Rune and all her friends, because everyone knows at this point, because she didn't yeah. want to tell anyone that she's dying, because she didn't want yeah. to make it about her, but obviously everyone knows at this point. Is that also like pixie dream girl aspect? Like, I will suffer my own issues yeah. and I'll let no one else help yeah. me except the love, the, the, the love of my life yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So they move from... Um, and forward. Yeah, they bring it forward. And it is cherry blossom themed. <laughs> yes, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, this whole metaphor of her being, yeah, yeah. Like a part of the cherry blossom, you know, she yeah. come and go and circle mm. of life. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, and also, <laughs> um, and this is a theme in like so many things, but it's always about when you die, like you're going to go home. Yeah. And so I think it was it was after prom or whatever, and like so she kept telling Rune, she's like, you know, like I'm gonna. They go went home. to the they went to the beach. Oh yeah, afterwards. that's right. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna go home, like it'll be fine. So they go to the beach, and then she says to Rune, she's like, okay, like I'm ready to go home now. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, <laughs> yeah, I was crying. God damn it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then they have that scene that, yeah, it's a parallel from the start where her Mimo is dying in the bed or whatever. So she's in her bed. I was just going to say, it is truly a full circle moment, yeah. except the fact that Rune gets a thousand girl kisses. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. um, Yeah, so he gives her her thousandth kiss and then she does the whole... Good night. Good night. Shuts her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, dead. And he's still kissing her. He's like, a thousand and one, a thousand and two, a thousand and three. Like, oh, ah! <laughs> I know. I'm and then I think her dad is like, it's okay, son, or whatever. Like, oh, God. And then, yeah. All right. So then there's some tings that she left behind. Yeah, some tings. Some, some funny tings. Things. So one was that, oh, anyway, ages before though, um, he thought he threw out his camera in Norway because he's like, fuck this, I'm never taking photos again. That's fair. But his dad found it and so then she got in and gave it to him. Anyway, so that's repaired. Along with the metaphor of mending his relationship with his father, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, I'm sure he's, yeah, his father really hated that he had to put Rune in that position and yeah. he obviously felt deserved of his anger and resentment mm. and bitterness. Mm. But he still, you know, did his best to try and be there for his son. Like, he never gave up on it, yeah. which was... Beautiful yeah, and well. so that was what her dying wish was that Rune and his father's relationship would be repaired. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, yeah, she sent his application to Tish, and obviously he got into that. Um, but then she also leaves him um, his own jar with like mm-hmm. empty paper hearts, like their blue hearts, for him to go and get a thousand girl kisses. Yeah, his new adventure. Yeah. Okay. Also, I want to talk about some things. All right. So she, it's revealed that she's buried in the cherry blossom grove. Which seems illegal. <laughs> I, don't know, that's, I didn't know that's where you were going with that. Of, out of every aspect of this, it's just the legality of being buried in a blossom tree is what gets you. Jesus Christ. I love how your brain works on that. It's, like, it's remarkable. Well, I don't think you can just go and bury people. Suspend your disbelief, Kenzie. It's fine. I can suspend my disbelief on several things, but that one. <laughs> no, I'm sure they like when I got a poo, wrote some really nice letters to council yeah, about the poor council, teenager dying. Please. Yeah, this is a dying wish. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, um, he goes off. So there's like double epilogue. And, and then the, the bonus, bonus chapter. chapter. Yeah, yeah, I didn't read the bonus chapter. <laughs> I started reading. I was like, I've read this. Like, I think it, I forget what it had to do with, but it was oh, like, no, he just went and saw the sisters, and then Ida is like fine, but then Savannah's like super depressed, okay. and she's wearing a hood, okay, that so hoodie, and that okay. defines depression. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, You're popping like, off today. I love it. No, it reminds me. You'll have to cut this part out. Sorry. I mean, it used to be changing your hair drastically this is true <laughs> this is true yeah okay okay so that's set up for the next book yeah that might have been important to read yeah, I just I saw the epilogue I, read it. I didn't I skimmed I skimmed it a lot yeah because I finished the epilogue and I'm a mess and then it's like bonus chapter and I'm like oh <laughs> I can't do this anymore okay so first epilogue I guess it is the epilogue I don't there was no second or third it was the epilogue Kenzie I'm sorry oh no there was one year later and then it was the epilogue yeah yeah, yeah okay because so, they had the, the one-year anniversary, I guess, and they had the lanterns. Yeah, so that's the one-year later. So one-year later, um, Rune gets a thousand people, which is like, I don't know a thousand people. So anyway, and they write all of Poppy's kisses on Chinese lanterns, and they send them up in the air. It's very tangled. First of all, pollution. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> But imagine that poor person that had to write the, like, after Rune and I made love for the first time or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so anyway, and he sends them up, and then he's like, "Oh, they like I'm sending the kisses back to Poppy." Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I was crying. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, oh no! And then um, oh my god, I forgot there was a point earlier in the book, and so Rune always calls Poppy Poppyman because yeah. it translates to my Poppy or whatever. And then um, when Poppy is trying to get like Rune to have a relationship with his brother or whatever, she goes there at one point or whatever, and he says. Bye, Poppy Men. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was crying. Because the little brother just hears Rune talking about Poppy Men. The little brother just wants to be, like, rude and yeah. Rune's ignoring him. And it's, yeah, because yeah, Poppy's like, why do you think he has his hair long? Like, why do you think he pushes it back like that? Like, he yeah. wants to just be like you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're being a fucking twat. <laughs> and then, yeah, we have the epilogue. Okay, let's talk about the epilogue. Ten years later. Yeah. Rune is 27. Oh, is it, the, is it after the one year? So he's technically 28-ish? Yeah. Okay, 28-year-old Rune. He's dreaming. Yeah. Having a dream. Because they obviously there's that nice imagery and idea that you see your, your past loved ones in your dreams and they come come and go and you can converse and all that stuff, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You uh, historically have had similar dreams living mm-hmm. with your father, et cetera, et cetera. That like feels real and like mm-hmm. tangible. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Rune is dreaming. He's talking to Poppy about their day, blah, blah, blah. They have like very mundane sort of conversations. And then Rune has this sort of realisation that he's here forever. He's kind of stuck here. Yeah, he's like, wait a minute, this feels real. Yeah. Um, and then Poppy's like, what actually goes on? But then she's like, it was peaceful. Yeah, she's like, cause she's like, it is real. She's like, yeah, don't worry. Like, you lived a full life. Your family's fine. You full died. life at 28. Yeah, you you died. It was quick. Like, yeah, and painless. peaceful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why would they do that? Yeah. All right, let's talk about this. Okay. Because first of all, he's 28. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's next year, Kenzie. Did you say you've lived a full life? No. I haven't even scratched the surface of life. <laughs> there we go. For any teenagers listening, listen to that, all right? You think 25 is really old? It's not. It's really young, all right? Early 20s. Yeah, you're still a baby. <laughs> yeah, you're still a baby. Just a baby. Yeah. You think, well, you think about like if 100 is 100% of life. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, 28 or 25 percent. Yeah. yeah, you're like a quarter of the a way. Quarter, there. Yeah. Anyway, so so there's some discourse online surrounding this epilogue because it's shit. Do you believe that? That it's shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if we're going on the train of thought that he died at 28. Yeah. Then sure. Oh, it's shit. Tilly Cole has revealed that he went on he like graduated college or whatever and went on to be a war photographer mm-hmm. and where he was stationed got bombed oh. and that's how he died oh. i feel like that's a cop out and also why wouldn't you include that in the book yeah it sounds important because otherwise where, why would you have the mystery yeah. i assumed he just goodnighted himself you know? yeah and that's the other thing the the yeah mm-hmm. good night versus someone else's good night yeah? <laughs> yeah um yeah he took himself out of this life um the unsubscribed yeah so and then the other discourse is that he uh admits to poppy that yeah he never found anyone he never kissed anyone else and so it's like okay you never went to a college party at all you never got drunk and kissed anyone like i don't know the amount of self-discipline and self-control yeah. i guess or even yeah. just yeah i don't know he, yeah he again he's he he would always say that yeah he, poppy was his and that was the love of his yeah. life so now to contradict what Tilly Cole has said, though, people think that kind of like the first half of this dream sequence is him, yeah, being young or whatever and dreaming. But then when he enters the afterlife, when he mm-hmm. realizes, oh, this isn't real, people like to think that he lived a full life and then just died. 
Okay. And so it's yep. kind of just like stuck in time though. It's like in the Titanic at the end when they die and she's suddenly young again, like you become like the optimal version of yourself uh, yep, yep. in the afterlife. For sure. Okay. Here's my qualms with this all. One, if you want to believe in an afterlife, sure, that's fine. That's on you. I don't believe in an afterlife. I think you just reborn into whatever. Um, or like you're, you're given back to the earth. Yep. I don't like this because this whole book has been about the journey of these two people or whatever and I don't like perpetuating to teenagers that when you die you're going to go back to whoever you loved essentially because like let's not give that promise to people because we don't know that's going to happen yeah no one fucking knows yeah Yeah. I wish I don't know if there was a disclaimer or something or I wish there had been a rune pov and saying you know like after I may have died young or whatever but I believe I lived a full life and in like my my ultimate dream would be to be with poppy again yeah 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 so would you say there should have been a bit more of a disclaimer in regards to that level of spirituality and perhaps religion aspect too yeah okay um and then also another qualm i have with it is that this whole setup of poppy spent her last dying months Mm. to set rune up for life yeah. And he essentially says, well, fuck that. You're the love of my life. I'm not going to do Very anything selfish. else. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen, if not in an epilogue or in a sequel of him, you know, like five years later or whatever, like come, he's like, okay, I've accepted this. Now I'm like going to go and fill up my jar in honor of Poppy. Yeah, for sure. And then I saw a comment online, someone saying, oh, I wish it had been that he did live a full life and he like maybe named his daughter Poppy or whatever, or yeah. like something like that to honor her. And then yeah, in his last days or whatever, he would have filled up his jar mm. and he would be like, well, I did this all for Poppy and now I get to go and see her again or whatever. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, the way you put it like that, that would have sounded just as an emotional journey and it just sounds... It just makes sense because it makes sense of Rune because mm. you don't ever see him be so selfish yeah. only when he's angry with, yeah. with his other issues. Yeah. And, like, everything he did was for Poppy. He was so selfless in that. Surely that should have... Yeah. And then because otherwise I feel like there's been no growth. Like, he just still just reverts back to that angsty guy because he's like, okay, well, if I can never kiss Poppy again, then I'm never kissing anyone. Yeah. Or I'm not going to go and live my life. And it's weirdly... Weirdly more immature at 28 than at 15, 16, 17. Yeah, yeah just, I feel like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I feel like, yeah, he would want to honour her wishes and everything. Yeah. And then it just comes across as so selfish that he's, yeah, just takes himself away or he doesn't relish in the life that he had. Yeah. Considering he had his life to live. It's like, he, yeah, he learned nothing. Yeah. From Poppy's experience. Yeah. But then again, he probably never wanted Poppy to set mm. his life up for him as well. In terms of like the scholarship, uh, mm. not scholarship, the app- school application and all mm. that stuff. Yeah, I think it would have been nice for him to yeah traverse through life and, you know, he can have his angsty moments, but mm. he might have met somebody that kind of yeah. perhaps even reminded yeah. him of Poppy and, and was then, like, you know what? Yeah, if you were going to kill him so young, I wish that they'd really, she doubled down on that and gone younger. Like something, Ooh. and like had it be like explicitly dramatic. an accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like at 22, so he goes off and he does his college or whatever because yep. that's to honor Poppy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then have he goes to war and he good night, good night. Or he does realize he's like, well, I don't want to. Like I've done, I've gone to college, I've done this. Yeah. Now I want to unsubscribe or whatever. Just mm. yeah, yeah. That's very interesting because yeah, I have I just don't yeah like the aspect of how she's like you lived a full life and like your family's fine. It's like okay, no, but like your family has lost a child. I suppose it's the dialogue of absolute like you have, or definite like you've definitely lived a full life at twenty eight, yeah. which obviously is not the case, and you've 
and you've only you can't say you've really loved because you've only loved like one person obviously love has different aspects depending on your relationship with people yeah and yeah just yeah the messaging almost is a bit weird because like what yeah you've loved somebody you've gone to college yeah had a semi-career goodbye yeah yeah i don't know maybe she just didn't want to otherwise it'd be just like a secondary book Mm. where it's like rune yeah finding another person and then going through this all over again without a character with terminal terminal illness i guess but yeah i would have liked to have seen yeah rune fill his jar but still have sort of the heartbreak and the pain knowing that he can't do it with poppy but it's for poppy mm. be an interesting i've seen no discourse i haven't looked anywhere for it but i'm glad you're all up in that space because yes. that is very interesting outlooks well also once you know you speak a thousand boy kisses out loud then your algorithm starts showing you things and then you watch one tiktok all the way through yeah. so then on your algorithm and then yeah. you go to the goodreads and you get yeah and then yeah. you go to the reddit it's and then just, it's just a yeah. fucking and then you google wait i don't understand what happened to rune at the end of a thousand boy kisses and, and then everyone you, has yeah, and then you find the subreddit so <laughs> you you went in deep with this book i love it though yeah i just thought it was a good book like i was very bamboozled by not realizing that he died i'm thinking like why felt like yeah that was a bit unfair and unnecessary but it is what it is um and now we're just gonna get the sequel the angsty sequel of savannah mm. meeting another rebellious type of kid you no know, it would be funny if she met a boy and he died <laughs> And he tried heroin on his last day of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the thing with the like, second books or sequel books in this universe. Like, It's, it's going to be interesting to see how she writes it differently. Because both of those characters are grieving in their own way and living yeah. life without their significant people. Um, and, uh, interesting. Or maybe it just goes in the opposite, of, opposite effect because it's a thousand what broken hearts. So a thousand broken pieces. Broken pieces. Yeah. Uh, and don't worry. My, I lost my train of thought. Anyway. How do you? any other like qualms you really popped off this episode i <laughs> loved it i'm just sitting here enjoying the ride um no i have no qualms i'm happy to go to the sky we'll go home go home i'm ready to go home oh, i loved that also poppy um admitted that she regrets cutting rune off and mm. that, that wasn't like the wisest move yeah. like it just shows that level of maturity yeah um and then yeah once i surpassed the idea that there was like a pregnancy situation like it became then obvious that there were medical issues mm. to the extent of terminal illness wasn't what i was thinking mm. yeah no i think i think that pretty much covers it we shall go to the stars that listen uh the stars that listen is just a little segment we do on the potty where we read a one star review and a five star review from goodreads and maybe multiple of both depending how we feel mm. um, and we start with the one star review because we want to end on a positive note with the five stars because the one stars can be harsh all right and i have a discussion for some of them so. okay okay do I start with my ones? You start with your ones. Uh, one, I have two. But I have quite possibly one of the best, <sighs> worst books I've ever read. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we don't search too hard for these, and that's why sometimes we get the same okay. ones. Okay, and then another one was, first of all, it was full of gifts. And I was like, I don't understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> but someone was saying, I deemed F this because I can't stomach another book that will make... They're like, not because I didn't like it, I did like it, but they said, I can't stomach another book that will make me feel miserable for days after finishing it. They're like, real life sometimes sucks and I want to use my books as an escape from the harsh reality. So they must have obviously found out about cancer and then been like, I don't want to read about that, D and F. Yeah. Which I don't think you needed to leave a review for. 
I mean, yeah, I think you could have just, like, gone on on your merry way. Yeah, exactly. So that's And that's the discussion I wanted to have. Like, if it doesn't resonate with you, but then that's, that's fine. I don't think it warrants you having but, to go and leave a one-star review because yeah. you did like it, but you just didn't like then that it mm. was cancer. But then it, this is the internet culture. Everyone needs to know why you didn't like it, why it didn't cater to your needs and yeah, exactly. all that type of stuff. So it's the individualism of it all. Yeah, I f- feel like that comment could have been unnecessary, but mm. understandable that you don't want to read sad books about sad things because of their life must obviously seemingly have some going through some stuff, maybe sad stuff, mm. and understand that you don't want to, you know, live uh, read about it as well. But I don't know. Sometimes it is a nice outlet to have a good cry and stuff as well. It has that opposite effect. Mm. But understandable, you don't want to read about terminal illnesses or cancers or sad things. Like that's that's fine. But yeah. All right. Um, well, lucky for you, I have a second one star prepared. My one star review is, I'm done pushing myself. I'm sorry, but this book is awful and so ridiculous. The story is way too far-fetched and so cheesy. The epilogue was a bit silly, in my opinion, and the overuse of the word baby. Mm. I still read that. I read that weirdly, but it made sense. Sorry. Sorry, but all that really grates on me, not for me. Because, yeah, towards the end, they were saying baby a lot. Yeah, they were. And that was the pet name. And, like, even... When she was talking to, like, her brother, it'd be like, hey, baby. And then, obviously, her mother talking to Poppy, being yeah. like, baby. Just baby everywhere. Mm. Five-star review. Goodbye. I'm fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> changing, saw that. changing my rating from a 4.5 to a 5 because I haven't stopped thinking about this book in a year. Oh, wow. And then yes. this book fucking ruined me. <laughs> in the best possible way. <laughs> uh, my five-star review, it's a bit of a paragraph. It's not a bit, it is a paragraph. I started this book knowing I'd probably cry, but I wasn't prepared for the number of tears I would shed while reading this book. While reading, I didn't think I would end up liking this book. I was so invested, but the pain I felt reading made me hesitant. I'm very glad I ended up finishing it. I could see some absolutely hating this book, but for me, it was beyond powerful and ended up being a five-star read. Be careful when reading this book. Be prepared to cry the entire time, but if you choose to read it, I hope you end up happy with the choice you made. Mm. Or any other discussions or was that just the discussion that point? was the discussion okay yeah. the singular discussion Sorry. point that's okay i was expecting a little bit more kenzie uh, after everything else <laughs> <laughs> no you popped off i enjoyed it yeah i agree with everything you say because you are correct always <laughs> no, you should know you're so insightful thank you bow down and I, I guess that will conclude this episode of little book club thank you for listening thanks for listening love uh, your work <laughs> love your work <laughs> we may read the second book when it comes out mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not too similar because often, yeah, again, in these types of situations, the story outline is quite similar. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to be any more or less devastating. But yeah, thanks for listening. Find us on the socials, Letterboxd Book Club, Instagram, TikTok, links in the bio to find us in all the places. May you find love and adventure in your life that makes your heart almost burst. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Kenzie. (laughs) And on that note, goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)